Peace and prosperity is my first salute to you. I'm Merton Clark, and welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed podcast. It is my desire to build you up, to increase your spiritual stamina and tenacity, to empower effectiveness and help you discover your purpose. Enjoy this vibrant and dynamic message. Activate your potential. Before I move into a review of my last sermon in this series, which was the law of action and watch your assimilations or your associations, I want to just look at Matthew 22 and 29 again. Jesus answered and said unto them, you do error not knowing, not being intimate with scriptures. Well, that error for not knowing scriptures causes certain things to happen. First of all, it isolates you and separates you from God's divine stroke, his power. Not knowing scriptures nor the power of God leaves us empty. And there is no switch. There is no enlightenment. There is no, there is no connection or activation as it relates to potential on the inside of us. And if you want what's in you to become a reality, you need to know something about the one who put it there. If I put treasure in your closet, you may want to talk to me so I can tell you how to access that safe that's there, that hidden safe that you never saw under your shoes. So you can open it up and get the treasure. The potential is on the inside of us, and God put it there. So we want to talk to him about breaking the code, the potential code. Break the potential code so everything in the safe of your potential can be unearthed and released. It can become a reality. And I like Jose. My people are destroyed. He goes deeper. Totally annihilated. No memory of them after they die. And if you want to be known for generations, you got to be strong right now. My people are destroyed. Their children forget them. Their family forgets them. Their community forgets them. Maybe two weeks after they pass away because of a lack of knowledge. What knowledge? I'm not talking about world knowledge or manly knowledge or family knowledge or history earthly history we're talking about knowledge of scripture knowledge of god and his ways past finding out for who has known the mind of the lord my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because thou has rejected scripture because you have joined every other association you have found relationship in every other entity other than in God's divine system, which is his church and the tentacles that come out of the church. You have rejected his plan, his knowledge. I will also reject thee. Thou and thou, thy children. Look at the scripture. It says thou shall be no more priest to minister to me. In other words, he doesn't recognize the lifting of the hands or the crying of the heart or our songs. What makes you cry in worship may make God turn his head because he's looking at, are you accompanying the worship with understanding, with scripture? 
Are you trying to grow deeper in the things of God? So you will be no more priest to me. This is very tough uh, to read. Seeing that you've forgotten the law of thy God. This is implying that unless you're current in understanding, not just in current news, but current in scripture, knowing the scripture, studying the scripture, staying in line with God's plan. You will forget it. There are people who stop studying, say, for instance, stop coming to Bible study or being connected within six months. They picked up some of the teaching and are totally absent of what they've learned for years, the way they operate now. You wouldn't even know that they were part of truth revealed. Looking at it now, you know why? Because if you don't study the word, and I'm not talking about factions and just information. If you don't get the word and if you don't sit up under strong teaching, you will forget the law of God. And you will be destroyed for the lack of that knowledge. He also says, I'll forget the descendants, the children or the offspring that comes from your loins. And that's why it's important. I wanted to. Read that, not because I wanted to read it. I believe I was led to lay a foundation here that you would see the urgency in activating your potential from a biblical perspective. In review, we talked about the law of action. The law of action must be engaged or in operation in order for us to manifest things on this earth. It must be engaged if we expect it must be an operation, the law of action, if we expect to operate in this earth, to manifest anything on this earth that's profitable. We must engage in actions that supports our thoughts, our dreams, our emotions, and our words. Our actions should have a correlation with the thoughts that we have. Hopefully we know the scripture and the power of God, and those thoughts have been renewed. So we want to make sure that we engage in actions that support our thoughts that are now submitted to God. Our dreams that's coming from, they're inspired because Holy Ghost is in the midst of your dream and it's not just physical. We want to make sure that our emotions are submitted to God. There's a storm inside of you. Speak the word to calm the storm. And your actions should accompany your words. There used to be a time where you didn't have to sign contracts. You can shake a hand and give your word. Since we now move towards signatures, it would be unwise just to give your word, especially if you're hiring someone to do something for you or you're buying a home. We want to make sure that you cover yourself legally, know the laws of the land, as well as have physical, personal stature or integrity. At the same time of us engaging in actions that are connected with our thoughts, our dreams, our emotions, and our words, we need, we must avoid any activity that undermines our thoughts, dreams, emotions, and our words. Let the dream killer go. Hallelujah. Stop associating with people who ain't going nowhere and don't want you to go. Stop grieving over people that God have already moved on from. Stop wanting people who don't like you to endorse you. If they're in undermining your thoughts, your emotions, your dreams, and your words, 
that are connected with God and his plan for your life, they're not friends. Now, I love everybody, but I'm not friends with everybody. And you need to know how to love everybody and bring people of like mind into your inner circle of friendship. The law of action states that you must do the things and perform the actions necessary to achieve what you are setting out to do. Law of action is very simple, but it will get you to the next level if you ever understand it. The law of action states that you must do the things and perform the duties or the actions necessary to achieve what you set out to do. Many times we get distracted along the way. We set out to do it, but we forgot that the law of action requires that you must do the things and perform the acts or the actions necessary to accomplish what you started. Don't get distracted. If you go to school and you have a desire to finish, please try not to get yourself in an entanglement that's going to take you away from your studies. Do everything that's required to accomplish or achieve what you set out to do. For me to minister to you, I had to spend time. I had to... I had to have corresponding actions to accomplish what I set out to do, and that is to be an effective teacher, to hold your attention, to give you information, to be an under-shepherd, under the great shepherd, that you shall not want. <laughs> that you would lay down in green pastures, regardless of where you are. And that you would always be led by and drink from the still water. That your soul will be restored. While under the great shepherd, the under shepherd is also in sync with him. That you will be led not into temptation, but delivered from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Come on, say amen. The law of action states that you must do the things and perform the duties, the actions necessary to achieve what you set out to do. So actions are necessary to achieve. I'll say it again. Actions are necessary to achieve. The worst thing you can do if you're graduating from high school is to take a year off. Actions are necessary to achieve. I'm just tired, Bishop. I'm tired too. And I'm a whole lot older than you. Actions are necessary to achieve. Get up and get busy. Don't take any idle time. Let the gunji go. It's making you too lazy. It's changing your perspective. Let the gunji go. Get back to worship. And come out of the FOG. And learn how to deal with the G-O-D. Oh, I'm preaching tonight. Actions are necessary to achieve. If you want faith to work, you must activate the faith. Faith activates works. It requires works to take place. If you want to be exalted or elevated, you need humility. Activate humility. 
Activate humility. If you ever want promotion, activate humility. The Bible says you will be exalted in due season if you humble yourself. Going tit for tat with your boss is not the way it goes. Show your competence and God will elevate you. Instead of going tit for tat, I know what you know. Listen, anytime you got a, a wayward boss and they're all on you, God wants you to activate some humility so you can be exalted. If leadership is your goal, you need internal tallness. Internal tallness, you need stature. Activate stature, leadership will be more profound. I tweeted today that leadership and experience are relatives. A lot of people want leadership, but they have no experience. And a lot of people have experience, but they're not leaders. They're just followers. But leadership and experience should be inseparable. We need leaders today that are experienced. Those leaders must have stature. Instead of worrying about leadership, build your stature. And then when leadership qualities come, you will stand like the phoenix above most and you'll be what God called you to be. You don't have to say and wave your hand for people to understand you or pass business cards. When you enter in the room, people will come up to you. Can I get your card? 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 Where are you headed next? Would you like to drink some coffee? And all of the social prosperity that you long for will come when you have internal tallness. If you believe in selection, divine selection. Then you need submission and consistency. If you ever want to be picked in the kingdom for something, stop waving your hands in the air like you just don't care and submit yourself and become consistent and you will stand out from the crowd. If you want righteousness, activate repentance every time. Wear the breastplate of righteousness. In other words, repentance is on your heart. Penitence is always visible. You carry that. As soon as somebody show you that you're in error, instead of getting mad, you say, you know what? You were right about that. I'm going to think about that. I want to be better. I want to grow. Live that way. If you find somebody that's a controller, they see that in you. They want to break you every time. That's not a friend. Real friends want to see us know the law of action and then get with it. And they want us to finish the goals that God has called us to. Wisdom, if that is where you want to go, adherence to wise counsel is the activation. People want wisdom, but they don't want to adhere to the wise counsel. If you want skill, repetition is the mother of skill. Instruction is the father. Glory to God. And consistency is the incubator. Hallelujah. Repetition, instruction, and consistency, you will see skill mature. If you want ministry expansion, that's the goal. Selfless volunteer force must be formed. A selfless volunteer force must be formed. Let, form. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you about where you can plug in and get busy. Everybody in a local church should be doing something in that local church opposite of attending a service or just giving an offering. You must activate and participate. 
If you're looking for perfection from the spirit realm, it's called maturity. We say perfection. It doesn't mean flawlessness. It means you ripen. Then you must practice until you ripen. Activate the practice. If you want perfection on keys or on percussions or on the organ or, or uh, the winds or drums or guitars or whatever it is in music, you must practice. You must put the time in when no one else see you because it doesn't come naturally. You have to work at it. Now, for some people, it comes very, very easily because they have a gift as it relates to it. But practice makes perfect you want to bake a cake get all of the ingredients that's the action so you don't try to get the ingredients while you're baking you get it before you bake prosperity is another one you want prosperity if i preached it and i and i had a few people to testify that it works and i charged a thousand dollars a head to show you how you can make a million in the stock market and had a few people that said you know what i followed this teaching and uh, I, I, I'm growing as well. You would see any auditorium packed out by every kind of person. But let me tell you how to get prosperity without paying a thousand. Change your mentality. Activate changing the way you think. As it relates to finances and delay gratification. And you will see the prosperity rise. If you want power, power, Lord. If you want power, then where is your prayer life? If you say you're Pentecostal, then where is your power? And if you want power, you must have a prayer life. Take action. What about praise? Praise will produce joy. He gives me joy down in my soul. So if you want joy, that's what you're going for. Just learn to give God glory and praise. He will infuse joy in your soul. And it's always his joy and not your own. For the joy of God, of the Lord, his joy is my strength. When I make him happy, he infuses strength in my life. You want presence, you must touch and agree. If two or three are gathered in my name, touching and agreeing, I'm in the midst. So if you want presence, then you must get an agreement with someone, which means you can't be mean and sassy and expect to have the presence of God. But if you learn how to work peaceable with people, touch and agree, you'll see the power of God's presence manifested in your life. If you want a hole in the ground, dig the dirt dig or remove the dirt you can't look at it you got to get a shovel and give me some torque and remove the dirt if you want a hole activate dirt removal come on be an expert in ditch <laughs> ditch development move the dirt whatever you want to call it to make it sound engineering do what you got to do simple thing is get the dirt out of the hole and if you want to get rid of people who are contentious, remove the, the scoffer. Peace will come into the house. Drive out the marker and peace will enter the house. We talked about activation being purpose driven. Do something. Take action. 
fulfill the call, make movement. This is what this message is about. It's time to make movement. And I'm glad to see sons and daughters of this ministry taking life by the horns and making movement. I miss you. <laughs> Make movement towards a goal or a destination. Step it up. There's another way to say that. Make moving. movement. Show up with a good attitude. Step it up. Show up where you're expected to show up. All of you show up with a good attitude. Stand out, not because you're boastful or proud, but stand out with excellence in mind. Be decent and in order. When you dress up, take a little extra time. If you don't go to the cleaners and you have an ironing board, iron it up real good. Get the dirt off your shoes. Make sure you're brushed and you're groomed. I do stuff, stuff like that twice a week. I have to stay groomed. Get some type of routine down. Make sure you're doing it right. Make sure you step it up and you'll stand out. Step it up with excellence. Stand out with excellence in mind, not with pride in mind, or want to be seen in mind. If you just walk in excellence, you will stand out. Rally, rally, rally. It means to build momentum. Rally, to build momentum. Take action and rally. Build momentum with the message in your heart. If you want to rally, build the momentum with a message, with a word that's in your heart. That message is for a man. The man gets a message. The message is for the masses. When the masses get the message from the man, you'll see a movement. I'm sorry, you'll pick up momentum and then you'll see a movement. So the man gets a message. The message is for the masses. The masses then creates a momentum. And when momentum is fully in its stride, you'll have a movement. It starts with rally. Building momentum with the message that's in the woman or in the man's heart. If you're going to fight, take action to fight. Fight against flesh and blood. I'm sorry, fight not against flesh and blood. So people want to fight, but the first thing they go after is people that are around you. There's a spirit that's behind the issue. Fight the spirit. Glory to God. It's time to take action. So assist, aim, and serve. Assist, aim, and serve. Engage. Engage 2020, 2021. Assist, aim, and serve. Take action. This is the season for it. Not a lethargic, not a laid back. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. I don't want to step on anyone's toes. It's time to assist. It's time to aim. It's time to serve. It's time to reach out. It's time to touch somebody's hand and make this world a better place. If you can, heal the world. Make it a better place. For you and for me and the entire human race. Reach out and touch. Start with a touch. If you want presence, reach out and touch. If you want power, you've got to pray. You can't just lay lethargic. If you want to lift your voice and sing, then you must understand lift uh, individuals for 
eternity. Life. Lift individuals for eternity. Lift them for life. Glory to God. Until fear and ankle bones gain strength. So if I'm going to lift you, I can't just lift you until you stand. But he lifted. Peter said uh, at the man at the gate called beautiful. He said uh, the man was wanting arms and he was handing out his cup for Peter. Peter said silver and gold. Look on us. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I give unto you. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk from your lame state, from your, your pitiful state, from your begging state. Uh, rise up and walk. And the Bible says Peter stretched forth his hand and lifted the man up and his feet and ankle bones gained strength. What we want to do is lift people up until they stand, but you got to hold them there until they can stand on their own. We need activation. This is a community that's lame. We're living in a city that's maimed. We're living in a community that don't have it all. We're living in a community where men don't have fathers. We're living in a community where mothers don't know their daughters. And there's no relationship. And we must lift them now. We got to get lovers underneath them. And we got to lift them off the ground. We got to get them out of stupors. And get them out of depression. And lift them higher. Glory to God. I'm preaching to somebody who's gotten comfortable with the ditch. You got a ditch ministry. But God want to pull you out of the ditch. Eh? Pull you up on the high mountain. Glory to God. So you can start being ones to lift others up. If you want to be a model. And I'm not talking about walking on stage with hips and thighs. I'm talking about being a model in the kingdom. You need to understand motivation. Your job is to motivate others. Be a model. O is for obedience. You want to be a model or motivate and then obey. The D is for discipline. You want to be a model? Motivate others. Obey God's word and then become disciplined. Stick with it. Do it every day. Let it become a good habit. And the E is for encourage. You want to be a model? Encourage others. Let the spirit of Barnabas, the encourager, rest on you. Instead of critiquing everything, help people up. Just say something positive. That's what I love about my assistant today. He's always, how are you doing this morning? Fantastic. <laughs> how you doing, Flood? Fantastic. <laughs> That's right. Early in the morning. He doesn't say, well, you know, it's about six, about six or seven. I haven't gotten my coffee yet. You know, call me back at nine. You can call him at six. Fantastic. <laughs> that's what I love about the man he's lifting people up he's an encourager and you need all of us need to be more encouragers and the L is for leadership but I'm talking about leadership 360 leadership that has a panoramic view some people can only lead when they're in charge but you can lead if you're supporting another leader if you're number one at being number two if you don't hold the top spot, how do you relate with being number two? Now we enter into leadership 360 because some people will lose the whole if their name isn't called every day. But you got to learn how to be number one at being number two and never trying to strike the number one person. But make sure they get everything that God has for them. And when you do that, glory to God, you, be, you will be exalted and catch the double portion. And you'll do more in your latter than you did in your first. And God will elevate you to the high mountain, glory to God. And you'll see God do a mighty exploit when you learn how to make somebody else's dream come a reality. 
I activate you now to bear the burden. Ah, no, I thought I was activated to release the burden, but there are burdens that you need to help others with. Use your strength to balance out things in your partnerships. Use your strength and your ability not to just lead, but to balance out stuff. You see a problem, especially if you see problems, God allowed you to see the problem so you can balance it out. I've had people come to our ministry, but nobody called me. Nobody did this for me. Nobody did that. Nobody did this. I said, God showed it to you so you can feel your gap filler. Oh, you can point fingers and critique because in any organization you experience it, especially if you have a volunteer force. But you need to be the gap filler. When you see a problem, step it up. When you see a problem, stand out. When you see a problem, lift every voice and sing. Activate your potential. Glory to God. Whew. So we're talking about activating your potential. I had to give you some history so we can get into this. Potential, if you're taking notes. The term potential. Have you ever thought about it? Potential. You have it. You have it. If you're alive, you have it. When that potential has been, when the time for it to be released has come, the breath will leave your body. If you're alive, potential is still there. It generally, generally refers to a currently unrealized, suppressed ability. It refers to a currently unrealized or even a suppressed ability. A suppressed capacity. A suppressed skill. Or suppressed talent. The term potential generally refers to a currently unrealized, suppressed ability, or capability, or capacity, skill, or talent. You mean it's in me, but it's unrealized. And I don't know who I'm talking to from New York to New Jersey. And I don't know who I'm talking to. In Bayside Lakes. And I don't know who I'm talking to from Melbourne or old O'Galley. I don't know who I'm talking to from St. Cloud or from Michigan. I don't know who I'm speaking to from California or deep in Texas, the Lone Star State. I don't know who I'm talking to in Palm Bay, but I'm talking to somebody that has unrealized potential that has not manifested. One of the reasons why you hear this voice, there is a multitude assigned to this voice. And the reason why you're hearing this voice is because God is reverberating the potential. His eye is on it. And he's going to transfer your potential from being unrealized uh, to a place called reality. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You stick with this message. It's going to stir. Hallelujah. It's going to stir your potential. If I had it the way I wanted. I would lay hands on you. And stir up the gift. But because we're spread out. I got to trust that I can speak the word. And the word will stir up the gift inside of you. Where you will not be comfortable with sitting on the seating any longer. Not wanting to hurt anybody's feelings. Or getting mad at small stuff. There's potential inside of you that the devil doesn't want pumped out. 
but I'm going to pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume until you hear the word. And then you're going to rise up like the phoenix and you're going to do what God has called you to do. Can the church say amen? Glory to God. Blessed be his name. Hallelujah. So what is unrealized potential? Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18, I pray. Hallelujah. I pray that the eyes of your heart, your understanding, may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his call, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So Paul said to get potential to be realized, I need to pray that your eyes, the eyes of your understanding, your heart, for most of us, the eyes of our heart are blind. We do not see inside. We can see gifts and talents in everybody else. Or we have delusions of grandeur. We think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. But I'm talking about a delegated, dele, dele, uh, a delicate balance of you being able to see yourself in the light of God's word and allowing the heart or the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened to the truth. And that is to become intimate with the hope of your call or the reason why you weren't aborted or you didn't die and friends did or you didn't, you didn't die with a gunshot or God saved you when everybody else lost it or you finished strong and everybody else is gone or the tire went out with you but the car didn't flip. Who help me Jesus. Come on, let's give God praise that the car didn't flip. And those of you that are watching even now, you need to give some hearts and give him praise. Clap your hands, all ye people. Thank him that the car didn't flip. He wants to show you the riches. The riches of the inheritance that's in you. That's labeled for you. He wants your eyes to be in tune to it. Glory to God. Your prayer life. Paul said, I pray. And if you want to tap into potential, you've got to start talking to God. And I don't care what you've been able to accomplish. It's a microcosm of what God wants to do. The Bible says he does exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think according to the power that's at work in you. Notice the power is not from the outside. It's already inside of you. Awaken it. Activate it. Stir it up. And let God fulfill it. Whew. Let's look at, we're talking about unrealized potential. Let's first look at potential. Potential. Write it down, potential energy. It's a concept in physics, potential energy. It means stored energy. Okay? Why would you drink coffee to lay down? You store up the energy to move. Why would you fill your gas tank with car and you're not going nowhere with gas? Fill your gas tank with, with gas and you're not going to, you never go anywhere. The fuel tank is designed for travel. Take action. And most of us have what we call stored energy. You got all of this potential and, and you won't exercise it. God wants that to awaken. This energy this stored energy has a certain value. 
I don't know if we've been able to place value on our potential. It has a certain value of potential. Potential work. Potential accomplishments. Thank you, Lord. Early in my teaching, I began to share some thoughts with you concerning activation. And when we activate, we're really trying to stir up thoughts, dreams, emotions, and words. Thoughts, dreams, emotions, and words. What do these thoughts come from? Even sometime when yourself, when you're uh, uh, by yourself. When I was a little kid, I used to dream that I was flying through our neighborhood. I don't know if you ever had a dream like that. I don't know where that came from. I wasn't thinking about it. Maybe I watched Shazam or something or Superman. I don't know, but I had a dream that I was flying in our neighborhood. I believe inside of me that there was potential to elevate above the norm. So my dream spoke of it. Not literally to fly. That's going to come when we exit the body. I believe I'm going to fly away. Oh, glory, I shall fly away. Some glad morning when the life is over, I will fly away. But I'm not talking about death's flight. I'm talking about rising above the status quo. Soaring above limitations of your pedigree and where you were raised and what happened to you as a child and the things that the devil threw at you and what people denied you from. God has redeemed you and he's given you a new start and you can make it. <laughs> Glory to God. Come on, give God a praise. That's called you can make it. You can make it. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It is a great deposit tonight. Great deposit. Take the word. I'm delivering a baby called potential. Great deposit. I feel it coming out of me. Hallelujah. Somebody's going to catch this word. And somebody needs to nurture the child called potential. Let it come out. And let yours come out. Glory to God. Potential, stored energy. This energy has a certain value of potential work or change that it can cause or change that the work can cause. Unrealized, never able to even draw from the resources that this potential would germinate. The devil is a robber. Fatigue is a robber. Quitting is a robber because it robs you of all of the years of training. Ah, God. All of the years of expertise, all of the years of staying in class, and you give up on your potential right before it is realized. And there's a treasury that the enemy has stolen back and, and put in vaults potential resources that you could have if you would only focus and stop playing games and running around in circles and losing your grip because you're hurt and blaming yourself for what happened to you. God wants to take you to another level and help you to tap into the vault of resources that you, your potential requires. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. For example, if you had a peanut or an egg, and you held it over the edge of the Kennedy Space Center. A peanut 
or an egg. Let's take it to the Empire State Building. Let's take it to the towers in New York before they fail. Let's take it to the new tower in New York. And you put a, a peanut or an egg on top of that tower. Glory to God. That peanut or egg has a good bit of potential. A good bit of potential being so high up. What happens if you drop it? What happens to the egg if you drop it? What happens to the peanut if you dropped it from that high height? Well, the egg or the peanut has a predetermined amount of, of damage it will cause by falling from that height. That is a measure that you'll never know until you drop it and you'll see. Glory to God. That, that, that nut brain that we've had years ago, if we take it to the high place, it, it has potential to do some stuff, to do some damage, hallelujah, from that particular height. Even the peanut has potential from that particular height. But what if it was a cement block? Held on the edge of the same structure. What kind of energy would it germinate if it's dropped? And which one would you like to fall on your head? Which one would you choose if you had to choose one? A peanut or cement block? I'm trying to show you that potential unrealized glory to God is like wasting time. You'll never know the measure of what that thing can do. We're talking about physics now. Unrealized potential is that energy that's locked up. We never test it to see how far it will go. We only dream about it and talk about it. If somebody walks up to you and said, you know what? I see potential in you. I don't want you to say, because that's all you have to do as a prophet today in the church. It's, I see potential. Great things are coming. Person lifts up their hands. But what you're really saying is that there's energy that's locked up in you and it's never manifested. We shout at the fact that somebody recognizes, but you already know, you should know, that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. That he did not bring you here as an accident. God has something special for you to do. And if it's unrealized, it's locked up, contained energy. And so the next time somebody say, I see potential, let them say that to children. But to grow people, we should realize and want to unearth or take the potential in us and have it to become a reality. Let's look at the other half of that. We talked about potential, but let's look at unrealized, the word unrealized. Psalm 139 and verse 13 through 16. For you formed my inward parts, intimacy, and wove me in my mother's womb, delicacy. And I gave you thanks, and I will give you thanks, praise. I will thank, give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made, realization. Hallelujah. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, wonderful are your works, another praise, and my soul knows it well. I am intimate with this knowledge. Now, how many of us have been able to maximize verse 13 and 14? 
For you, for you, form me from my, you formed my inward parts. Intimacy. You wove me in my mother's womb. Delicacy. You gave, I will give you thanks. I will give thanks to you. Praise. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Made a realization. Wonderful are your works. Another praise. And my soul knows it well. I know my potential. Glory to God. Look at verse 15. My frame was not hidden from you. Glory to God. I am, I am not concealed by God. I am uncovered by his sight. There's nothing in me that he doesn't know. Look at verse 15. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret. Though I was made in secret, that is not my destiny. For people to only think that I'm in secret. There's a revealed time. A time of revelation. A time of what's inside of you to be manifested. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret. And skillfully wrought in the depths. Of the earth or my mother's womb. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's why if somebody tried to mess up you from age one to age 18, you got to read this and renew your mind because they couldn't break your potential. God still has something special inside of you. The devil tried to destroy it while it was in an embryonic stage. But if you're alive today, you ought to give him praise and make that potential a reality. Your eyes, verse 16, have seen my unformed substance and in your book were all written there is a record they may not know it but God has a record of everything he has prescribed for you to do not just your wrong he read out in the DNA what you would look like and he wrote it in a book glory to God of what you shall achieve while you're on this earth The days that were ordained in for me, when as yet there was not one of them. God made sure he put potential in you before you were born. And he wants it realized. This just confirms, we're talking about realization or unrealized potential. This just confirms that potential energy, potential of the object in this case glory to God has to yet be released it has to yet be released I talked about an egg being on the top of the World Trade Center or the Empire or the Kennedy Space Center assembly building that potential energy that's inside of you must be released in other words, it needs to be freed. Watch this. It needs to be published. You were hidden when he made you. But when your potential kicks in, he needs to publish you. You need to be announced. I pronounce and announce a new season in your life. Like nothing before. You came out of your mother's womb and you always walked in the room with your head down. Inside of you, you wondered, 
Are they laughing at me? Are they talking about me? They really don't like me because they didn't speak to me. Today, we cancel those thoughts in your mind. And I speak to the potential that's been locked up inside of you. Sitting up on some high mountain but never, never knowing the energy that's on the inside. And I decree today, declare today that you are freed from your past thoughts. You are published, glory to God, around the world. I'm announcing that you have potential. And I'm unveiling to the nations that you're God's choice. Ooh, that's powerful. I'm unveiling to the nation that you are God's choice. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Maybe you're stuck working on the job that you hate. Or maybe you're in an unproductive entanglement. Possibly itching to become a world-class performer or producer. Maybe you want to be a Christian P. Diddy. Or an artist that can draw. Or you're gifted spiritually. But it remains, you, you remain unable to make the change, to manifest it. I unlock it in the name of Jesus. I'm pronouncing over you his word that you will begin to manifest at another level. Hallelujah. If you ever can realize your potential, man, something's going to change. Remember, it is Christ in us, the hope of glory. Ah. What's the problem? This energy kept inside. If you don't do something about it, it will create severe damage inside of you. It will literally eat at your soul. Your very existence. It creates an enormous amount of anxiety. And worry. And thoughts that don't matter. It creates inner turbulence. Turmoil. Chaos. We grieve unrealistic potential, whether you know it or not. It's doing damage while unrealized. If God has a timetable for you to manifest this year and you still sit on it, you need to know that the potential unrealized is wrecking havoc on the inside of you. And you will grieve the unrealized potential. That's why you don't like to talk to people. That's why you like to be by yourself. That's why you don't trust anyone. It's because potential has not been realized. Once potential realizes you begin to grow, confidence comes and courage comes and enlightenment comes and knowledge explodes. And revelation knowledge will flow freely, unhindered and uninterrupted by any satanical demonic force. And there will be less of you and more of God. You will grieve unrealized potential. You'll go through denial. I can't believe it happened to me. And anger, just mad at everybody. And then blame. You'll blame yourself. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. And then depression kicks in and many people never move to the fifth dimension of grief, which is acceptance. They stay locked in the fourth dimension, which is depression. And that's where they create a shallow grave. Glory to God.
we get stuck in our depression stage forever. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I had in my closing the same verse in Psalm 139, verse 13 through 16, but I don't need to read that. I just read it for you. You created my innermost beings and knitted me together. I want you to read Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. And God is going to bless you. In a moment, I'm going to pray over the people of God. There's a mighty deposit here today. It's bigger than a room. This is bigger than a city. This one is like a river bursting from this church and flowing throughout the world. Everyone that's alive today needs this message. And I believe God to allow the river to flow. There's a river that flows from the fountain of God and it heals everything along the way. I've tasted and I know that for every broken heart, there is healing in Jesus' name. So we exalt thee. For thou, O Lord, art high above all the earth, and thou art exalted above all gods. We exalt thee. Father, I thank you for this deposit. I have given your people what you put in my heart to give them concerning potential. I pray now, Holy Spirit, that you would help us to activate potential. Prayer is an ingredient. Confessing the word is an ingredient. Allowing the Holy Spirit to help us to realize unrealized potential traits and potential itself. Thank you for that. Father, I thank you that young boys and girls will begin to recognize it. And I thank you for middle-aged individuals who never really realized their potential and are just now beginning to discover it. I've been there myself. I did not know my potential, as you know, Father, when I was a young man. I had no water sprinkled over it. No seeds and fertilizer put over it in my field as it relates to the potential. But I thank you for seeing beyond my faults and my inadequacies and my lack of knowledge of self or who you are in us. Christ, the hope of glory. And you still are leading and guiding me and us into all truth. For this, I give you praise for touching the hearts of your people and stirring us up. In Jesus name. Amen. It has been a real joy to share the word of God with you. A special thank you to those who care for this ministry. No amount of financial support is too small. It is because of you this ministry is possible. To support us, go to our website at truthrevealed.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share with friends. Be sure to tag us when you share at Trim Nation One. Thanks again for listening. And until next time. I'll see you at the word of truth revealed.